Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. This is Bloomberg Crypto, a daily Bloomberg iHeart podcast. And I'm Stacey Marie Ishmael, Managing Editor of Crypto for Bloomberg News. It's Monday, February 13th. If you've heard the name Winklevoss, it's likely that you've watched the movie The Social Network. That film featured a memorable depiction of the Harvard twins and Olympic rowers who sued Mark Zuckerberg for allegedly stealing their idea for a social network. Or you might know that Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss set up a crypto exchange called Gemini, which is currently involved in a very ugly and very public dispute with the folks over at Genesis. Both Genesis and Gemini, we know so many G names, are facing serious allegations from U.S. regulators about their products and services. Or perhaps you're familiar with their cover band, Mars Junction. Tyler's the lead singer, Cameron jams on guitar. The twins certainly lead a very interesting life, one enabled by their billions of dollars. That wealth comes in part from their early adoption of digital assets like Bitcoin. When they settled out of court with Mark Zuckerberg all those years ago for around $65 million, they put some of those assets into crypto. Here to break down what's up with the Winklevoss twins and their presence in digital assets is Bloomberg reporter Olga Karif. Olga, welcome back to the show. Great to be back. Thank you. Let's talk about some twins, specifically the Winklevoss twins, or as many of us like to call them, the Winklevi. <laughs> What's going on with them? Why are we talking about them today? So we are talking about them today because there are about 340,000 people who are very unhappy with them. So these are people who used uh, the brothers uh, Gemini Exchange for their crypto. And then they decided to also use the so-called EARN program that uh, Gemini offered. Basically, the way this program worked was you know, if you have crypto and you want to earn yield on it, you put it into earn and your crypto is been, being lent out through Genesis, which is a partner of Gemini. And you can earn up to, you know, around 8% yield. Which is high, which is like, what was attractive about this product? Yeah, way higher than you could earn at a bank, except, of course, <laughs> at a bank, your deposits are insured. And as all of the Gemini Earn customers know now, you know, obviously, your whatever you put into Earn is not insured. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, Gemini has said this up front, but many people don't read terms of service. Well, okay. So Gemini was offering this interesting product. It was it was providing, you know, yields or returns that were unavailable to other folks. How did they get into trouble though? How did they end up with having hundreds of thousands of people being mad at them? So the trouble really started with 
um, Genesis, their partner. So over the summer, Genesis basically couldn't collect a loan it gave to another crypto firm that went under called Three Arrows. It was a hedge fund. And, you know, essentially uh, Genesis's financial trouble started right there. And in November, Genesis halted withdrawals. And that meant that if you are in the EARN program, you cannot uh, withdraw your money. And essentially, the Winklevoss brothers have been working with Genesis on some sort of a resolution. Now remember, the Winklevoss brothers have been waging a public fight against Genesis, even calling for Barry Silbert, the founder of the digital currency group Empire, to step down as its CEO. As Genesis is lending business... So we've got this situation, and we've talked about on the show a couple of times, where even if one entity is quote-unquote fine, the real risk for a lot of consumers is what's called a counterparty, right? It's like who that entity is also doing business with and what kinds of stresses and risks that they're exposed to. A lot of Gemini's arguments, including in the UK, were that they were better than other folks at you know, managing their risk, at making sure that even if they had those exposures, they were at relatively, shall we say, not stressful levels. As Genesis's lending business entered bankruptcy, Gemini has been listed as its largest outside creditor with the most money owed by a landslide. The what Gemini went wrong? And it's a great point that people thought about Gemini differently than uh, about a lot of other companies. So ever since the brothers started the exchange in 2014, they've been all about you know, following regulation and being super conservative. You know, most other exchanges would list tons of, you know, <laughs> tokens. Uh, and this exchange wouldn't uh, list a ton just because they, they wanted to be super conservative and super compliant. And so people kind of thought about them in this way, even after Gemini launched Earn in early 2021. And at the time, uh, the brothers said that, you know, essentially they're checking up on their partner, they're checking up Genesis's financials from time to time. So people had a lot more faith in, in what Gemini was doing with Earn, even as a lot of other yield uh, programs collapsed mm -hmm. last year. Now, one of the bits of reporting that you had in the profile that you wrote of, you know, the Winklevoss twins and what they've been dealing with is that they have a cover band. Absolutely. It's called Mars Junction. And essentially, uh, they actually went on tour last summer as a lot of this uh, troubles in crypto uh, just first started uh, appearing and boiling to the surface. Why are people mad about this? Do they hate music? So, no, I, <laughs> I think um, I think it just... Uh, a lot of people are wondering why they went on tour when things were going south in crypto. You know, at the time when they went on tour, uh, Three Arrows, the hedge fund that ultimately uh, led to troubles at Genesis, was collapsing. And uh, Celsius was on the brink of bankruptcy. And, you know, this domino started falling and we uh, you know, only months later can see just how interconnected all the different parts of the crypto ecosystem are. All these companies, you know, lent and borrowed from each other and did business with each other. And, you know, um, 
there's hardly anybody in the crypto industry that hasn't been impacted in, in some way by what happened. Now, I feel like over the past couple of weeks of episodes, I have to talk about the Securities and Exchange Commission like every single time because they're like, hi, we're here too. So what is the <laughs> SEC up to as it relates to this Genesis Gemini situation? Why are they also involved? Sure. So the SEC essentially uh, filed a lawsuit against Genesis and Gemini, accusing them of basically running this earned program, even though in their opinion, it's equivalent to offering unregistered securities. So uh, you have uh, regulators as part of the mix as well, which I'm sure complicates any sort of settlement and discussions that are happening. Why over the past several months do you think we have seen so much more of this kind of SEC litigation? Because, you know, if we go back to, let's say, 2020, early 2021, the rhetoric was much different. You know, there was this kind of excitement and enthusiasm because folks were like, oh, Gary Gensler, he taught a blockchain class, like he's down for the cause. And now they're like, Oh, Gary Gensler. <laughs> Why is he coming for us? Like what what happened to, you know, have this shift of the SEC from like we're keeping an eye on things to and now we're coming after you? You know, Gary Gensler is under a lot of pressure as well. He is facing a lot of criticism because he was pursuing Kim Kardashian with his enforcement actions, while, you know, a lot of this bad stuff that is affecting thousands or hundreds of thousands of people has been happening. And the SEC has done nothing until sort of everybody was already... Uh, you know, in bankruptcy, if you will, right, or nearing bankruptcy. And so Gary Gensler is facing a lot of criticism of, like, where were you? And why didn't you go after those guys earlier while, uh, you know, they they weren't in, in such trouble and maybe the users could have gotten some of, some more of their money back. Up next, more from Bloomberg reporter Olga Karif on what's happening with the Winklevoss twins. We'll be right back. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank. Because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. 
In the Bloomberg ecosystem, you know, our colleague on Bloomberg Opinion, Aaron Brown, made the argument that the Winklevoss twins' reputation has been severely tarnished. This idea that they were like the literal golden boys of crypto seems to be fading a little bit. Do you think that the Winklevosses have a tarnished reputation, quote unquote? So so I'm of two minds here. On the one hand, um, Gemini says it worked with regulators. It ran its earned product by them and they didn't say anything against it. And of course, we know that Coinbase uh, tried to launch a similar product and was directly told by regulators that if you launch it, we'll sue. Yeah. <laughs> and so they clear. had to back off. Very yeah. clear. So on the one hand, you would think that once Gemini saw the Coinbase action, maybe it should have reconsidered or done something. On the other hand, if they what is what they say is true and they initially got a green light from from their regulators, then they could also feel like we we haven't done anything wrong. You know, I think part of what needs to happen is a reexamination of regulators' role and actions and mm-hmm. whether they were asleep at the wheel, whether they did all they were supposed to. And overall, I think Gemini still continues to have uh, you know, a much better reputation than a lot of other overseas exchanges. And the Winklevoss twins are obviously accomplished and known people who are trying to comply with U.S. law, as they have mm-hmm. repeatedly said. So, you know, but I also at the same time, um, there are a lot of posts on Reddit and other social networks essentially saying, you know, I used to be a loyal Gemini customer and I, I've left. I am fed up with this. I lost money on Earn, mm-hmm. not coming back. And in fact, uh, if we look at statistics, Gemini lost quite a bit of market share mm. over the, the last year. So I think there's definitely been damage done. You know, at the same time, this is part of a problem that has impacted the entire industry. The Winklevi have had to play this very delicately. These two different things where we're like, we wear polo shirts, but we also shred a mean guitar. And, you know, it seems like kind of emblematic of what they were trying to do with Gemini, right? Like offer these attractive slightly risky yields, but also benefit from the perception that they were one of the safer places to be. How possible is this going to be in the future in this regulatory environment? I think with regulators really uh, kind of tightening their grip on this sector, like you said, it all goes to this trade-off between risk and yield. And I think what we might see is that As regulations tighten, the ability to sort of speculate and earn crazy uh, double or triple digit yields here might decline. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure it will go away completely, but it might decline. But maybe it's a good thing from the point of standpoint of investor protection and so forth. But in terms of where Gemini and the Winklevoss brothers go from here, I think it still remains to be seen. They they both uh, sort of insist that they're not going anywhere. They're very mm-hmm. strong believers in the sector. A couple of uh, years ago, Tyler Winklevoss wrote this big essay saying, according to his estimates, he believes that Bitcoin will, will reach 
you know, 500,000. We think at a $10 trillion market cap, um, we think a, a, one Bitcoin will be worth uh, $500,000. And we think that could happen inside this decade, uh, definitely the next five years. So we're hodlers at least until... They're not just saying that. They completely believe that this will be achieved. And I sort of tend to be of the mind that, yes, people's memories are short. And, and if we enter another bull market, you know, their business will recover. And just as a last question on that point about them sticking around, you know, one of the things that you've mentioned is the fact that the, the brothers have a lot of their own personal wealth, right? Partly from investing in Bitcoin very, very early. Have they made any suggestions to, towards saying that they would personally make any of the investors in the earn product whole or are they kind of separating them as individuals from Gemini as entity? So there has been no suggestion that they would use their personal wealth to bail anybody out. So each brother has about 3.2 billion in personal wealth at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think a lot of investors, even investors in Gemini, who, you know, the latest round uh, Gemini uh, raised was in uh, late 2021. They raised 400 million at valuation of 7 billion for the Gemini exchange. Uh, you know, a lot of investors in Gemini even believe that, you know, if something goes wrong, the brothers will backstop the exchange because they own about 70% of it. But whether they would backstop earn users, I don't think that's clear at all. They haven't said anything like this. And I think it's very unlikely because they're not outright required to bail anybody out. And while I think there might be some legal arguments saying they have to make their users whole, you know, this would have to go through a legal process, most likely, before we know whether that's the case or not. Well, Olga, as we say, it's never a dull moment. Thank you so much for being on the show today. (laughs) It was my pleasure. Thank you. That was Bloomberg reporter Olga Karif. You can find more of her reporting on the Bloomberg Terminal and on Bloomberg.com. And be sure to check out our twice-weekly newsletter, Bloomberg Crypto. This is Bloomberg Crypto, a daily podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Send us your comments, questions, or suggestions for the show to crypto at Bloomberg.net. The supervising producer of Bloomberg Crypto is Vicky Vergolina. Our senior producer is Janet Babin. Our producers are Mohamed Farouk and Sharon Bariro. Our associate producers are Ty Butler and Moses Undam. Desta Wonderad is our engineer. Original music by Leo Sidron. I'm Stacey Marie Ishmael. We'll be back tomorrow. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. 
Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more.